Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to Healthy and Wellish. Hello, my name is Amelia. I'm the host of this podcast, and I hope that y'all are all having a fantastic day, whatever the day is that you're listening. If you're new here, welcome to the fam. I don't really know what we call us yet because, you know, we're still getting kind of started. It's a new podcast. I'm so excited. This is like what week nine which is so crazy because it feels like I just started this not too long ago but I hope that everyone's having a great day it's a new week we are starting over and we are getting things going so I'm excited about today's episode because it's something that I've been wanting to touch base with for a long period of time but I wanted to have everything kind of ready and that I had all my thoughts gathered before we touch into it. And today we're talking about finding yourself. Before we get into that though, I want to do some life updates because I want y'all to kind of get to know me, figure me out and not feel like you're just listening to a random person giving advice because that's not the move. I'm not listening to someone that I don't know, to be honest with you. So let's get into it. This week has been crazy. And you're listening to this on Monday. So you're like, Amelia, the week hasn't even started. I record episodes prior to that Monday. So it would be last week. So let's just say last week was crazy. Okay. I am just going, going, and going. And I can never catch a break. I just feel like every single day I have something to do. And it drives me insane. I just want to be able to go home, watch a movie, and relax. But, obviously, like I said, that ain't the case for me. I just feel like I have too many errands. Like, it's just a lot. I work a full-time job, for one. So, I work 8 to 5, which means I get up around 6 o'clock every day. If I'm literally giving myself a big break because I don't get up at six o'clock every day I try to but I don't but anyways I get up at six o'clock every day let's just make me feel look better and I get ready whatever go to work do my thing and then after five o'clock I I try to be active because I work in an office so I sit down a lot of the day and I it just makes me feel disgusting because I don't want to sit down for eight hours a day nine hours technically, but I have lunch. So I like to go work out or if I don't work out, I like to go on a walk, go on a run outside if it's nice or just spend some time in nature because I don't get that all day and I get to look out the window and feel upset about it. So we do that and then I like to make dinner, whatever. So that's just like every single day I do that. So then topping it off, if I have errands, I feel like I don't get home till six or seven and then my day's over. So I've just had a lot going on. I just have too many errands. And then we went to go visit my parents. I don't know how it went yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be a good time. My grandparents are in town and I love them with all my heart. So I'm really excited to go see them. So we are driving down to my parents down as in five hours so we're going to do five hours and I have an electrical vehicle so road trips are always fun because we don't have to stop at the gas station but they're also not fun at all because half the time I have to I hate this game but we play the charging game 
to see how long we can charge and how long we can drive and how long we can charge and how long we can drive. So we usually do like a halfway point because I live in the Midwest and everyone in the Midwest has decided that they don't like electric vehicles and they don't like charging stations. So we have to like find the fast charger and then do a whole bunch of math with it so I already know that's going to be a lot so stay tuned for that conversation but yeah that's going to be that was my week and it's just been crazy I'm getting used to the brown hair like I've said I recently dyed my hair a couple weeks ago and I'm filling it all out and doing my thing and it's just it's been a rocky roller coaster but One thing I do want to say is I have found a couple apps that have been really helpful for me these this last couple weeks and I feel like I just want to tell y'all because I want to help some people out but I talked about my morning and night routines last week so if you haven't listened to that episode go check it out but one of them is me talking about how I really like rain and like brown noise okay And I usually like listen to it on Spotify or my husband Logan plays it on his phone. And I didn't really know what app specifically he used, but I found it and it's called Better Sleep. If you just look up sleeping noise, it's literally the first app that pops up on your phone. But I'm telling you, it's a life changer. I don't have the subscription, so if anybody feels like going crazy and getting it, then go ahead and let me know how that is. But I just have the free one and it's honestly been so bomb because something about the app is that you can go on there and like create your own specific personalized noise. So there's like a whole bunch of options that you can add. Like you can add rain, thunder, the ceiling fan, like traffic. I don't know why I said that that's one of the options. It's crazy. Traffic. Who would have thought? And like a whole bunch of other things. And then on top of that, there's like specific tones that your brain like clicks on when it's like a focused. So I have like focused turned on. No, I don't. There's like, I think I have the meditative one on, the meditate. So you can like add it from zero to 10 and like change that. And then all these sounds that you like, you can combine them together and figure out the perfect synchronized sound for you before you go to sleep and it is amazing and then on top of that you can listen to that sound and it tracks your sleep this is not an ad I just love it so it's called better sleep it looks kind of like a it's a moon with the stars and then it's like a green grass and a little plant and it's called better sleep so if you're looking for some noise to go to sleep to I highly recommend that app. It has changed my life. It used to take me around 30 to 45 minutes to fall asleep. And like I used to count, I did the ABCs twice in a row. So I'd do like A, A, B, B, C, C, D, D, E, E. One of my college roommates told me that trick. And that really works too. But it takes you a little bit longer. And so when I... I used to do that, but then I found the Better Sleep app and it's changed my life. So listen to it. Another app that has been kind of beneficial for me lately is the app called Vocabulary. And you're like, okay, well, it shows you vocabulary. Yeah, it does. But 
it's really cool because you can add it as a widget. And I really like that because, you know, I'm on my phone quite often. And then I just look in the daily vocabulary word pops up on the widget. And today's vocabulary word is very good because it is talking about, you know, a little talking today. It's very relevant. So the word today is prattle. And that means talking for a long period of time about insignificant things, which is basically what I'm doing right now. But I like it because it shows me a word that I would have never known in school or any type of, I don't know, but it's really helpful. It gets my brain moving a little bit. And then it's also kind of, I kind of use it through the day. I'm like, okay, I'm prattling. And then I'll be like, whatever, at work or something. But anyways, I'm liking that one. Kind of showing me some new words, giving me a little bit of a different kind of vibe through my day. And the last one today is, it's called Me Plus. It is a, let's see, what would I say it is? It's kind of like a to-do list. And then it also like creates your goals for you to keep you accountable. And I kind of, I really like it because you can add your own goals. And then there's also a whole bunch of other goals that you can pick for yourself. So I really enjoy it because it's something that, you know, it keeps your day occupied and it gives you goals to achieve throughout the day. So you're not just feeling like you have nothing to do. There's nothing to achieve. You just are on the same routine consistently because I really hate that feeling. Feeling like you're in the same routine and you're just doing your basically it makes me feel like I'm in a simulation honestly and I hate that because it's not that's not what you are you're not a simulation you're a human being just trying to find your way in the world and you're trying to enjoy it so take some time for yourself and you know have some goals So this week's episode is about finding yourself. And before I touch place in some of those aspects that I feel can strongly affect you in changing and finding yourself, I want to get a little bit vulnerable with y'all because I want to share my own personal experience on me and finding myself and creating my brand, my own personal brand. And when I say that, I don't mean like I have like a big brand that everyone can see. When I say my brand, I think that it's something that people just, if I meet someone on the street and have a conversation with someone, that's my brand. Like this is me, this is who I am and nothing can change me. I think finding who you are in being stable and confident in yourself is such a giant aspect in your life. And before I get into that, I want to talk about me. I have a lot of body dysmorphia. And looking at myself in the mirror and thinking who I am and if I'm pretty and if I'm valuable and if I'm worth it. And I know that a lot of girls and guys can relate because this conversation is very touchy because it can trigger people and it can affect a lot of feelings and aspects on somebody's life 
before I get into that, I want to talk about my personal experience. I, growing up, I played volleyball and I was very, very, very active. I would say I probably worked out at least 20 hours, maybe 30 hours a week, depending on the week. I did practice for club volleyball and school volleyball two two hours a day, so that's four hours each day. And then on top of that, three times a week, maybe four times a week, I would work out. And then on the weekends, I did five to six hours a day for tournaments. So I was very active. And it's I hit my 20s and I left college. I got married and then I ended up thinking I was going to do college again and then I found a job. So I'm a college dropout. Nothing bad about that whatsoever. There is no shame in it. And it has looked down the pond so much. I didn't feel like what I was doing in my school was going to help me and benefit me. So who cares? Whatever. I don't care what anybody thinks. But I stopped working out 30 to 40 hours a week. Thank God, because that's not going to help me ever. But I am a very active person. I work out two to three times a week. I go on walks if I don't feel like working out. I keep myself moving. I'm a moving body. Whatever. Before I got married, I got on birth control. Never been on birth control my entire life. But I felt like, hey, it's time for me to get on it. I'm getting married. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And I got on it. And I gained like 40 to 50 pounds in a month. One singular month. And it was really hard for me. It really was because I was so confused what was happening. I was like, I haven't changed my diet. I consistently have worked out. I am not doing anything crazy. What is going on? And I didn't think about that it was my birth control. So I went to the doctor. I explained them my side effects, what was happening to me, how I was feeling. I was feeling depressed, anxious. I hated what I looked like. It was it was just really hard for me to look in the mirror because I didn't recognize the person that was being reflected back. And she was like, it could be your birth control. So let's change it. Let's see what you're doing. My face, keep in mind, my face was breaking out. I was inflamed. Like, it was really bad. Like, my face was really inflamed. Like, I just hated myself. Whatever. Changed my birth control. Got on another one. And it did help my inflammation. My face wasn't flared up. And my face wasn't breaking out as bad. But all in all, I was the same. I was running more. I was implying more cardio. Like I was really trying to lose this weight that was being added on. Whatever. Insane. Then I decided I'm just going to get off of it. I don't need it. It scared me. It took me a really long time to finally figure it out. And... I was like, I don't know. I'm like 20 years old. Like, I don't, I need to be on it. Like, I don't want kids. I, 
am enjoying my life. Like I'm loving living my double income life right now. Like we are traveling, like we're having fun. Like I just got a new car. Like this is amazing. I don't want to put kids in the budget. I don't want them anytime soon. I'm not ready to be a mom. I'm not ready to, you know, have that patience, stay up all night. I just didn't want it. Right. So it was scary to, you know, balance those pros and cons, but I figured out like, since it's affecting me so badly mentally and physically, I didn't think I needed to be on it. I didn't want it. So I ended up getting off of it and it was, I'm not kidding with you, you guys. It was insane. All of the sudden, all, and I mean, all of my side effects dropped and it was all gone. I was back to normal, back to normal in like two to three months. And I have been working out. I have been eating healthy. Like I did not change anything about that. And here I am a year now after being off birth control. And I feel so much better. So I want to tell everybody I have been there. I have done it. And if you're struggling with your body image, if you're struggling with eating, if you're struggling with looking at yourself in the mirror, not feeling pretty enough, you are. No matter how bad of a situation I was in, whether it be I was bloated, inflamed, had acne, like I was couldn't even recognize myself in the mirror, I am still perfect. I really am. I am perfect. I have been created equally. I have created beautifully. I've been created everything that I need to be to love myself to be able to be validated to love others to be validated to have friendships to have great communication with my family and my friends like I am perfect and there is nothing that should be able to stop me because I don't feel confident in myself it's it takes a lot to find yourself whenever you go through a situation where you cannot look at yourself in the mirror And understand who you are. And I just want to let everybody know. That I have been through. I have done that. And it is hard. And it is scary. And I can relate to you. And I know that. And I'm not very. I'm not a really vulnerable person. On the internet. And I don't like to share my feelings. But I feel like personally. If I can't be vulnerable. And create special memories and have hard conversations with you, then I'm not going to be able to be able to continue what I'm doing if I'm gonna have a podcast or want to, you know. So, with that being said, it's okay to be to go through situations like that. It's okay to not be able to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out who you are because we are all on the same journey of life. And at the end of the day, you are the one that's in control of your life. You can either make the situation worse or you can make the situation better. And that took me a very, very long time to figure out and learn. But 
whether it be a good day or a bad day, it's going to be okay. And you are going to get through it and you've got it. And there's people in your life that love you and support you and want to better you. But yes, I wanted to get a little bit vulnerable and I wanted to let you know my personal experience of it because I am on the same journey with you. I can relate. I can understand that finding yourself and creating yourself is hard and it is challenging and sometimes it doesn't just come overnight. You have to think about it. You have to push yourself, get out of your boundaries to create you. And it's something that I'm excited to talk about today because I really do love this conversation. And I think that I have always kind of known in the back of my mind who I am, but I let the world get in my way. So with that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so getting into this week's episode, we are talking about finding yourself. And I want to just kind of touch on some topics that can resonate with you and finding the things that you enjoy, whether that be your hobbies, your appearances, your fashion, your music, what makes you feel like yourself, right? And one of them that I want to kind of start off with is your hobbies. And it took me a really really, really long time to figure out what I love. And when someone asked me, what do you like to do in your free time? I played volleyball my whole life, right? I lived, breathed volleyball. That was the only thing that I ever did. And so when someone asked me, what do you enjoy? I literally couldn't tell them. I was like, I don't know. Like, I like playing sports. Like, I didn't know. But, you know, as I've gotten older and I've figured out kind of what the things that I enjoy, I'm still working on it, you know, but finding myself and like the things that if I had some free time, what I would like, I, you have to think about what brings you joy. If you had to sit down at home and do nothing and there was something that popped into your mind to do, what would it be? Like one. I like to watch TV. I do. It's embarrassing. It's actually not embarrassing, but I like to do it. It gives me entertainment. I can learn things sometimes if it's a documentary. I can find comedy out of it or whatever. Watch some TV. I also really like to crochet. I sometimes get in this mood where I hate being on my phone. I hate it. It makes me mad. It makes me upset that everyone in the entire world is staring at a phone screen and that our eyes are probably going to fall out of our sockets. So I like to crochet, which is bad because I still crochet while I'm watching TV. That's like the only time I do it. So I'm still staring at a screen, but I'm not staring at a phone screen and then a TV screen. So it's a little better. But I like to crochet. I like to read books. I like to kind of get in my own world and figure out things and learn things and also just escape reality. So finding a book to read. Think about the things that you enjoy. 
it's hard at first to kind of figure it out because you might be so used to your own routines and your own concepts of reality that you can't even imagine yourself adding something else into it. But if you, let's say, you like to go shopping. I love to go shopping. Going on Pinterest and creating mood boards for spring and summer and fall and fashion. And think about, hey, I really like to do that. So maybe I would like to do that as a job. And then figure out with that. Or if you like to be like crafty and creative, then do little crafts around the house. Like I got a re- I recently got a new puppy. And you know the little bells that you put on the doorknobs and so to let them to let the dog know that they need to go outside. Those things are like you can totally make them. And so I decided, hey, I'm going to make that. I'm not going to buy it. So I created that. Um, So be a little crafty. Create an arts and craft. Just find things that you enjoy and wouldn't be an inconvenience for you to add into your routine. Something that you would 100% see yourself doing. Something that will really help you create something is seek out things that you may think you enjoy and test run it. I just hit my mic. I hope I didn't hurt any of your ears. But test run it. If you think, hey, maybe I do like crocheting. Maybe I don't. Get yourself a little needle. At Walmart, I think they're like $2. Do something and figure out, hey, I'm going to make myself a scarf or try to make myself a scarf. And if you don't like it, then don't do it, right? Give it a test run. Give it a seven-day free trial, like most apps say. If, let's say, you enjoy journaling, try to write a book. I know that sounds crazy. You're like, Amelia, what the heck am I going to do writing a book? I'll tell you. If you enjoy writing and you enjoy writing down your feelings and telling a little story about yourself, think about the career you could create with yourself. Every single thing is possible, whether it be a hobby or a job or a career. I say, do it. I have been so embarrassed And I don't know why, but I've been embarrassed for the last five years to push myself and do things that I enjoy. And I'm not, I'm going to say it, five years, that's insane. I have been eight years old and have wanted to create things on the internet since I was five. And I wanted to pursue that, but things got in the way and people made fun of me and said that you are so stupid for posting vlogs or you're so stupid for posting on Musical.ly and TikTok, literally when TikTok was Musical.ly. Sorry. Okay. But you're so stupid for posting those things. So I never did. And I stopped and I let it get in my way. But as I've gotten older and I'm in my 20s and all the people in my high school are in my face all the time, I realized that those things do not matter. And people have rubbed that and put it on my face for my whole life. 
And now that I am officially in that, I guess, that era, I realize that I was 100% completely right. No one's in my face and telling me what to do now. And if I want to post that TikTok, then so freaking be it. Who the heck cares? Why would I let someone make fun of me and tell me that that's stupid? So if you feel like crocheting or if you feel like journaling and writing a book or posting that TikTok or creating that podcast, then don't let anyone stop you. You are your own enemy. And at the end of the day, it is just you and you are creating the things that you enjoy. So do that hobby that you love. Do not overthink it. It's not that hard. You've got it. Figure out what you enjoy. Figure out what you love and do it. Something about a human that really helps find their identity, I would say, is their music taste. It kind of gives off a vibe about how somebody is, what they value, what they enjoy, kind of their own personality is their music, right? I think that whenever you hang out with a friend and you kind of see like, oh, they listen to country music. They are from the country. They grew up in the South and they kind of like country music, whatever. Or if you listen to somebody and they listen to indie music, right? They are very sure of themselves. They like their own vibe. Everything is kind of creative. They kind of don't listen to what the generic norm is and they do their own thing. If they listen to pop music, they're very into pop culture. They know about what's in, what's out. Like they are very social media active, blah, 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 whatever. Music taste is very important about an identity. And something about me for music If you're having a hard time listening to something, which is kind of a journey that I've been on lately, I am very an indie-orientated person. I love indie music, but sometimes their music doesn't hit for me. And I like pop music, but I don't like that it's on TikTok. I like to have my music and my TikTok space completely different so I can space out and like, vibe in a way which sounds cringy like we're gonna vibe but I do like I really do so I don't like that my music will be on TikTok so it doesn't always have to be there if you listen to a song and you're like hey I really like this I'm adding it to my playlist it doesn't always have to be from TikTok I mean like hey I have found some good songs on TikTok. I am not going to lie. But your entire music genre does not have to be your For You page. Let's be honest. Okay? It shouldn't be all from the top 100 chart. And if, if you listen to that and I'm calling you out, that is completely fine. Like You do you. If you genuinely love it and you think that's it, that's the music I love, I am not judging you. I promise. I literally promise. Like, you do you. But for me personally, 
I can't relate. I, I, I sometimes find myself looking on there and being like, this song was on TikTok. Like it was a good song. It doesn't represent me as a person, but whatever. You also shouldn't look into it that much. I'm over here like analyzing music. Like, yeah, there's a lot to analyze, but it shouldn't be like your entire personality. So let's be real. Like, also another thing is if you're with your friend and you look up to your friend a lot, like you shouldn't be caught up on what your friend's listening to to add it to your playlist. Because let's say me and my best friend, we share a lot of the same music tastes. Like we have a, we are very, my best friend is my twin flame. We are about the same person, right? So sometimes she'll share her music with me and I'm like, dang, that's a good, that's a good hit. I haven't heard that one before adding it to my playlist. I love it, right? Like she can help me out a lot, but I shouldn't rely on her for my music taste. I think that being very independent in who you are and what you find and what makes you happy and represents you is should be your music taste. Finding and feeling something that makes you genuinely enjoy music. Something that you wouldn't think of or that you can be excited to get in your car and drive and just hit that playlist. I think that music really shows a human and what they are. So finding yourself through your music and giving yourself a sort of therapy is very enjoying and it gives you something to represent who you are. I know that sounds like a lot and that's like you shouldn't look into music that much. But for me personally on this journey of finding myself, I feel like I look towards music a lot and I get mad at myself and I beat myself up if I'm not doing this and that and that. I need to find my music on my own and I, I need to add it to my playlist and I need to have this Spotify cover and that Spotify color color and cover and listen to this and that because if you listen to this from the 100 chart then you're basic and whatever it shouldn't be that difficult right another thing that i want to talk about with representing yourself is fashion because i think that being able to creatively express who you are with the clothes that you wear and the way that you present yourself is such a great image of identifying who you are and i think that And a lot of times that people get really caught up with the fact that this is not in style and this and that is. And I understand a thousand percent because I can catch myself getting caught up in that a million percent. But I think that if you get yourself out of that narrative of what's in and what is out and shopping to what you enjoy and what you like, then you are able to feel more comfortable in your own skin. Because if you find a top with a ruffle on the shoulder and ruffles aren't in, then who the heck cares, right? You should be able to expressively create 
and show who you are, no matter what the situation is. And if so-and-so is saying that it is not in, then what, then who cares? It's just at the end of the day, you are wearing what you enjoy and what makes you feel cute and pretty and creative. And I feel like ever since I was personally, personally, in my experience, ever since I was little, I've kind of been on the borderline of that situation. I like to expressively create who I am and show the things that I like. And if it's a little different, then I don't really care. I like it and I love it and I feel confident in it. And then one day someone will say, what is that top? And I'll feel insecure and I won't wear it again. And I'll figure out how to figure wear that top to where it fits the social norms. And it's, it's not okay that as a society, we're like that. I think that we should be able to creatively express what makes us who we are and what makes us feel confident and who cares. Whether that be textures or patterns that we enjoy or colors and mixing and matching. I think that creating the fashion that we love will make us who we are and make us feel so much more confident because I know that wearing the things that I love, whether that be a loafer because it's basic or because I like Doc Martens and they were so in last year, then who cares, right? I think that wearing what we love and you don't have to always wear the same clothes as the entire world to make you feel like you are so cool, be in. So, with that being said, wear what you love and don't let anyone stop you because at the end of the day, you are by yourself, not actually, but you are you and you are creatively expressing yourself and you are amazing and you are lovely and you are beautiful and you're talented and you know what the heck you're talking about. So wear what you want to wear, point blank, period. That I want to talk about that resonates with fashion and music and hobbies and you finding yourself is appearances. And I think that appearances are such a big situation that we are in, especially with social media being so huge. Um, And I think that I fall into play with that as well, with dyeing my hair because blonde is not the new brown and and I mean like you have to be natural and beauty and blah 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 blah, whatever I think that we get caught up in that and I think that being caught up in that situation really creates a downfall with us and that we need to feel confident to be able to create a platform for ourselves whether that be us going to work or going to school or being in social media or being at whatever we need to feel confident with ourselves So whether that be dyeing your hair to the color that makes you feel confident, makes you feel beautiful, and dressing to others is not okay and that you need to dress for yourself. And if you like wearing the long dress and people tell you to wear the short dress, then you wear the long dress, right? Um, Not seeking out for those compliments and telling people that I really hope that so-and-so thinks I'm cute. Like, it's just... It's exhausting trying to please others. I think at the end of the day, 
if you look at yourself in the mirror and think that you are pretty and that you are valid, then that no one is going to tell you otherwise. At the, and if someone tells you, I don't think that you're pretty and I think that I'm judging you and I think that you are not worthy, it's not okay. It's not normal for people to judge others. They have to be battling some type of situation at home, at you don't know what's going on in their life. Let's just say that. We are all humans. We are all not perfect. We are all worthy of love. We are worthy of friendship. We are worthy of family. We are worthy of great things. We just have to be capable of them. And at the end of the day, this message in this episode is for people of all situations, of all characters of life, you are perfect. You can look at yourself in the mirror and you can judge yourself, but your appearance and no matter what situation you are in, you are pleasing to others, you are beautiful, you are amazing, you are lovely, you create the best version of yourself. If you can continue to love yourself and you can treat yourself with kindness, then you're going to do great things. And I hope that today's message has really helped somebody. I know being yourself isn't a goal or what you give value to it's who you don't feel is covering up to hiding what i know that sometimes it is difficult to think that you can create something that will be valuable for yourself and what will make you happy because you couldn't think that you could do it, but I'm telling you, no matter what stage of life you're at, no matter how hard it is for you, you can do it. You can find what you enjoy, find how you can dress to create yourself, to feel like you are beautiful, to look in the mirror and do the makeup, do the hair, do whatever you want to make you feel valuable and to make you feel like you are worthy of love, you are, no matter what situation you're at. You are loved. You are perfect. And no one can stop you. I want to end off this episode with some advice because at the end of the day, being yourself isn't a goal or what you can value. It is who you are and you don't feel like you have to hide to be your own person. Just do it. Don't let anyone punish you or judge you. Push yourself to be who you know you can be. Seek out what brings you happiness. Think about the things that you can do. There are no consequences. There are no letdowns. At the end of the day, it's what you enjoy. If you feel like you are struggling, feel like you can't continue to do what you love, journal about it so you can look back on the things and figure out, hey, I'm not doing this and that and I need to work on this. 
can, so it can help you reassure yourself to help you figure everything out. At the end of the day, I really do hope that this message has kind of helped some people because I know that it is difficult. It is hard to find yourself. I am still working on those battles. But I think that finding yourself and being confident in yourself is the best possible thing that you can do to start off your journey of bettering you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know this conversation and this understanding is hard and it's difficult and we are figuring it out. It's something that we all have to come to terms with, with who we are and figuring each other out. I know I have been there. I have done that. I've seen the ifs, buts, whens, and wheres on how we can be who we are and how we represent each other. So I'm really thankful for this episode and being able to touch base on it because I know specifically for me and others that this conversation is hard and that knowing who we are is not easy and it comes with time and it comes with learning things and difficulties and struggles and it's just a lot. So I am so thankful to be able to touch base on this and be vulnerable with you guys because I love all of you and I hope that today's episode really kind of touched base and if you need any advice and you need any questions please feel free to let me know and reach out to me. My Instagram is healthy and wellish on Instagram like I said And my personal is Amelia Maudlin. So just reach out to me. Like I said, if you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to give me a five-star rating. I know that's a lot to ask for, but it really does reach out to me and it makes me feel like y'all are listening and you understand the content that I'm giving you and that you appreciate it. So Thank you so much for listening and I hope that y'all have a great week because I love all of y'all and it's been a wonderful episode and I hope that you enjoyed. So have a great rest of your week. I love all of you and have a good day. Bye.